This episode is a TTP story special. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion is advised. That would be 900 naira, sir. Mm -hmm. Alright, thank you. Have a nice day. Well, like every other Friday night shift at Evergreen stores, the mini mart was packed. There were people everywhere, from mothers buying groceries, to men buying packs of beer, to hang out with the guys, and young boys stacking up on cigarettes and condoms for the weekend shenanigans. I looked at the time. It was just 5 minutes to 8 p.m. Whoo! Five minutes more to go, and I'm out of here, headed home. Or so I thought. Who could that be? I glanced at the screen of my accident victim iPhone 6s, only to see Mr. Igbe Daniels calling. My store manager. This cannot be good, I thought. Hello. Good evening, sir. Hello, Izzy. Sorry to drop this on you with such short notice, but I'll need you to work the double shift today. Henry just called in sick. His asthma is acting up again and he can't make it for his shift. I've also called Ola, but she's unavailable as well and you know she lives very far away. Plus, I think her daughter is sick or something. I really wouldn't do this if I had any other option. Oh God, not this again. Work the double shift. Nah, G, not today. Ah, asthma. Henry doesn't have any mumu asthma. He's just, he's just doing this to get away from work as usual. Why is this always happening to me? Every damn time. Nah. I'm not falling for this again. Not this time. I thought. So what do you say? Can you just stay till 1 a.m. when Haliru comes for his own shift? Please. Can you do it? Please. Uh, okay, sir. Okay. All right, Easy. Good man. Thank you. I knew I could count on you. Alright, sir. Uh, Alright, good Oh! Why do I always do this? Why? Always the yes, man. Ah! I glanced at my phone again. And this time, it was 11.48pm. The store was almost empty at this point. Unlike most Friday night shifts, there was something off about this one. Well, I wasn't sure if it was the fact that I got roped into working the double shift or that no one seemed to care to give tips today or that the air conditioner had broken down earlier today again for like the 97th time and my store manager is too cheap to get an actual engineer to come work on it or probably because this was just not how I saw my Friday night going. And just as the last present customer left the store, I noticed how empty it was again, and how tired I was. Sitting behind the counter desk, I buried my face in my palms as I waited to hear the doorbell ring from the next customer coming in. 
But then, I felt cold. Like, really, really cold. Ah. Did the AC kick back up again, or something? I lifted my head to look up at the AC mounted just opposite the counter where I was sitting. And that was when I locked eyes with her. Yeah! Jesus Christ. She scared the living daylight out of me. I had looked up to see a lady just standing in front of the counter, directly opposite me, just staring at me. I had no idea how long she had been there. Or when she even came in, I didn't even hear the doorbell go off. Gosh, that was creepy. Really creepy. Who does that? She didn't even move at all. Not even so much as a blink. She just stood there like a statue. I noticed her face. It, it looked so pale. Her arms had veins popping out like she was some kind of junkie. And then the skin under her eyes were purple. And her eyes were red. And her hair was black. I mean, pure black and vapid. Meat. Where is your meat? Eh? She spoke. Without even moving any part of her body. But her lips. Which were dry and scaly by the way meat as in raw meat who buys meat at this hour of the night Biko? they they are they're on the last aisle where where the freezers are out on the back i replied to her she just turns her body to the left and just walked towards the meat even the way she walked was unsettling she didn't even make a sound. Not even her gown that was rubbing all over the floor as she moved. Her black long gown covered her down to the ground. I couldn't even see her feet. Or even see the motion signs of her leg inside the gown. It was almost as if she was floating to the freezer. <laughs> One more. Shortly after, she disappeared to the back, where the freezers were. I felt cold again. I looked up this time, the AC was still busted, and it wasn't even raining or anything like that. Huh. I looked down at my phone to check the time. It was 12.21am. Please, oh, let Haliru come for his 1am shift too, so I can leave this place. I thought to myself, as I looked up from my phone. Jesus Christ. Again, this creepy lady was just standing right in front of me, holding two of the biggest raw beef we had in the freezer. She slowly just put them down on the counter, all the while maintaining eye contact. Hey, which kind of person be this one again?
How did she get here? Without making a sound. I didn't even hear the freezer open or close. There was something off about this lady. I looked down at the beef. I discovered the wraps had holes. Kind of like bite marks. And all of the surrounding blood, usually around the meat, was all dried up. The meat was looking just as pale as her skin. I looked up in confusion and she was still looking right at me but she licked her lips this time almost as if she was telling me she had drank the blood or something I noticed her lips were not dry and scaly anymore hey god <coughs> um that will be 1,645 Naira, I said, as I bent to grab a nylon bag to package the meat for her. I came back up to find the exact amount laying on the counter. The exact amount, 1,645 Naira. Who even has 5 Naira? Where she pulled it out from, I don't know. She barely even flinched. She stood there just looking at me. I handed the nylon over to her and she stretched her arms to receive it. That was when I saw her fingers. They were all wrinkled and her fingernails brown and dried up with dirt all over, like she had been clawing through sand or the dirt or something. She collected the nylon and started to walk away. She got to the door and turned back, sorry, floated back because I couldn't even see her legs turn. Looked me straight in the eyes and asked. Do you believe in ghosts? Wait, what? Ghosts? G ghosts? How? From, from where? F which one is all this one again now? What kind of question is this? I thought. I was still trying to process the question when my phone got a notification. I looked down at it and it was Haliru. Text message. He was just pulling up into the store's parking lot. I looked up and she was gone. So was the cold too. It was just back to normal. Gone, just like that. No doorbell, no footsteps, no sound, no sign of her outside, just gone. Asking if I believed in ghosts. That's it, I'm done. Haliru came in and I just grabbed my phone and my backpack behind the counter and I left. 
All the while walking back to my car, I couldn't shake the thought of that mystery woman and what just happened. The cold, the face, the fingernails, the voice, the meat, the blood, and, and that question, do you believe in ghosts? That's forget So there I was, cruising home. The roads were free and wide. I was just speeding down and listening to good music. And all of a sudden, my music stopped. What the hell? I kept tapping on my stereo, but nothing. It just wouldn't come back on. And then I heard from behind me. You never answered my question. Do you believe in ghosts? I looked in my rearview mirror, only to see that mystery lady sitting there in the backseat of my car, staring right at me. Just like she was in the store. I couldn't believe my eyes. Wait, what is happening? How? When? Like, I know there was nobody in the car when I came in because I opened the back seat and tossed my backpack in there first. How did she get in there? And just then, the music comes back on, louder this time. I looked behind and she was gone. How does she do that? At this point, I was scared. I stepped my foot on the gas. I needed to get off this bridge and back home quick. But just as I sped up, all the street lights went dead. Duh. It was pure darkness. Just me in the car and my headlights. I hadn't even processed what was happening when my headlights caught something standing just a few meters in front of the car. I was moving so fast, I came close to it in less than two seconds. As the headlight shone on it, I saw it was that mystery lady standing in the middle of the road with her arms open like she was expecting an embrace. I quickly swerved to avoid hitting her, and I went off the bridge. So there I was, sinking to the bottom of the water, helpless. The doors wouldn't come open, and I was already losing consciousness. It all began to fade into darkness. But just before I totally passed out, I felt and saw. I saw a figure moving towards me. I couldn't see much, but I was sure it wasn't swimming. It just floated towards me. Then I felt myself being pulled out of the water. 
it was then I passed out. Easy, easy, easy. Answer my question. I slowly regained consciousness. I was laying on the sand by the river bank, saved somehow. I could see this dark figure right in front of my face. I felt something like hair brushing against my face. Just as I was fully conscious, I noticed it was the mystery woman again. This time, she was bent over on top of me with her knees beside and me just laying between her legs. Her hands planted down in the sand, side by side my head. Her face just barely over mine, with her hair hanging down all over my face. She opens those red eyes of hers, stares me into the soul and asks again, Do you believe in ghosts? I just jumped back into my senses. Whoa, that was deep. I quickly looked down at my phone to check the time. It was 20 minutes past 8 p.m. I had dozed off on the counter. Or more. Which kind of dream be this one? I thought. Phone call. I looked down on my phone and it was Mr. Egbert Daniels. The store manager calling. Eh? This felt awfully familiar. Just like in the dream I just had. And then I remembered the dream again. That mystery woman. The accident. That question. Do I believe in ghosts? Ha! Hello, sir. Hello, Izzy. Sorry to drop this on you with such short notice, but I'll need you to work the double shift today. Henry just called in sick. His asthma is acting up again and he can't make it for his shift. I've also called Ola, but she's unavailable as well and you know she lives very far away. Double shift call, triple H knee. Okay, I'm not doing. In fact, I quit. Chills, chills, chills. I still have chills. Do you believe in God? I feel like she should have strangled him at some point. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the end of another amazing story. Ah, ah, the double shift. Look, first of all, I've got to say this. If you're enjoying the show, if you enjoyed this, just stop what you're doing right now. Just pause it. No, listen to me first before you pause it. And share the episode. Come on, like, make somebody's day. I mean, if you had fun, let somebody else have fun. Don't be, don't be a stingy poke. <laughs> share the episodes, rate it on Apple Music, 
like follow us on spotify apple podcast pocket cast cast look anywhere and everywhere just distribute it like palliatives yeah that's what's up um thank you very much everybody who listened to the end of this episode look first of all i have to do shout okay sorry sorry i'm too hype um second of all tranquilo tranquilo second of all i'm doing shout out shout out to Moe's. mr egbe daniel that was giving me double shifts the kind just calm down don't be confusing the thunder stay one place please uh, yeah, Moe's played the character of Igbe Daniels. Y'all know Moe's. He's not new to the show. And also, shout out to Susan. What? Do you believe? This guy with a ghost goes to the drink blood. Do you understand? <laughs> shout out to Susan. Yeah, Susan played the ghost and also named most of the characters in the show. Don't worry, you're going to hear a lot of her voice. Um going on in the show Susan is really an amazing oh my amazing person and she has a podcast as well um the Susanna Kuve podcast you should totally check that out like <laughs> don't worry we only roll with the best so the Susanna Kuve podcast check that out you'd be a fan as well shout out to her she's an amazing actor although we're not going to pay her just yet um also shout out to Fesslian Studios uh, Fesslian Studios I'm going to drop um a link uh, in the show notes, that's where I got like the bulk of my sound effects from. Those guys are amazing. Honestly, just pay, just donate to the site. Don't be, don't be a ripper. Yeah, amazing. Check them out. Ah, uh, so there you have it. Double shift. Come on, I need to hear. What did you think of the story? What were your thoughts about the story? Did you think? Did, wait, did you did did you think it was all a dream, or did I get you at that point when it was just like ah, I checked the time? Oh which kind of dream? Some of you were like. <gasps> So did you think it was a dream or did I get you? I hope I did. And also that ghost where they drink blood. I mean, this is like Nollywood kind of ghost where they open curtains in the entire room. You understand? But that's not that's not how we do on the Talking Phoenix podcast. You understand? Our ghosts, they are legit. They, <laughs> they are legit. What would you have done? Like if it was you, what would you have done if you were like in that kind of situation or more? Do you know how scary that thing would have been? Like, just let me just like i really want to hear what what you have done and also like imagine that drive driving down when you know now only you day your motto you don't have anybody and then you hear a voice like from behind you that late at night when it's just you driving on a bridge do you get it's like all these movies where you see this person just appears in front of you and next thing you know you're driving off the bridge and you're falling inside water with your whole car or more what would you have done like, what do you think would have actually happened if the guy had just answered the question? Do you believe in ghosts? Yes, no. Do you think the ghost would have just gone away? Or you'd be like, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Like, why do you believe in ghosts? Or something like that. <laughs> what would you have? I give I give it to that ghost there. The ghost is relentless. I mean, just back to back from the store to the car, even when the bros was drowning, like, still, like, went to save him and still, like, I don't know, at the point where the ghost was bending over the guy and asking questions, did you think it was funny that a ghost would be funny? <coughs> Alright, so it's just me. <laughs> I'd like to hear your thoughts. Most especially, have you had any ghostly encounters? Have you have you seen them before? Me, I have not. I've heard stories though, but if you have, I'd like to hear your 
for stories. Let's make an episode. You get you understand? You understand? Let's let's invoke some there's no invoking, please. Don't be a stranger. Reach out to us, tweet at us at D Talking Phoenix. That's the letter D T A L K I N G P H O E N I X. It's the same for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can check out the Facebook page as well. Tweet at us, send us messages, DMs, whatever. We'll be there. Tweet uh, Phoenix Day for you. No worry, no worry. Um, also, you can send us a mail at thetalkingphoenix at gmail.com if that is your thing. <laughs> also, um, reach out to me on my personal socials. On Twitter, it's 00phoenix. Instagram is 00 underscore phoenix. Yeah, I'm just on those two. Understand? Um, thank you very much again to everybody who listens, who likes, who shares this. You guys are doing amazing. You are such an amazing audience. And that's it for this episode. Catch you guys in the next episode. Adios.